Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's 2.15 a.m. on December 29th, 2018. Iowa State coming off of a 28-26 loss to Washington State in the Alamo Bowl. What's up, Chris Williams? The Valero Alamo Bowl. Uh, is, is Valero a, no. a sponsor of CycloneFanatic.com <laughs> no, now? I- I just got off a network post game and we have to say that. Yeah, but they might actually be getting some sort of. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just joking. Well, you're I'm back. Just... Uh, you're back in the renegades. Uh, I'm just yeah, area of the world. Thank God. No, I love doing that. Um, we wanted to do. There's there's 30,000 people heading back to Iowa tomorrow. Yeah. And y'all are going to need something to listen to. So it might as well be us. I don't know what anybody else would rather listen to on a Saturday morning. So we want to react to the Alamo Bowl. And I think more importantly, look ahead. Yeah. Look, the react to the whole season, put it in perspective and look ahead to the coming months. Yeah. I would say that's exactly what we want to do. And we will do that right after a quick break here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. This Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is brought to you by Nationwide. Did you know that Nationwide is the official insurance provider for Iowa State University alumni? They offer Cyclone alumni discounts, auto, boat, motorcycle, RV, and pet insurance. To find out more, visit nationwide.com slash Iowa State or talk to one of their agents today. All right, where should we start with this thing? Um, let's, let's do the elephant in the room. What? Let's start with the game. Okay. And, you know, I had a, um, I don't know, like, I'm always in a hard spot because it, I, I feel like we've got to be professionals and you've, you've got to like, look at things from an objective standpoint, but we still want Iowa state to win. And yeah. And I, during that game, like I, I just, I understand that Iowa State had seven false starts. Yeah. Um, they had uncharacteristic turnovers. Don't do that stuff. And despite some questionable calls, you win the game. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, you point the finger at yourself. Right. And as Matt Campbell said after the game, and I think you wrote about, I haven't got a chance to read it yet, that the details lost the game for Iowa State. Correct. So look in the mirror. Yeah, Iowa State made that bet. Well, and I think that's that just goes to show this program has come so far. Yes, and, and I think that was it. Matter Brian Leisure, I think it was Brian. That Brian just, did. Yeah, yeah, just tweeted about see, yeah. how that goes to show how much how far the program has come in the last several years that they were even in a position where they they could potentially win the game as the the grizzled veteran Rob Gray walks into the door. Just check it into the hotel at two twenty. Rob, where where you been? Have you been off? Uh, Have you been at on the rocks? Off the rocks bar. On the rocks. On the rocks bar. The the sips uh, poser. Hey, you get you, go get yourself a cold beer, settle in, and then you join us. Okay? Yeah. Uh, it goes to show how far the programs come that they were even able to outlast that stuff. And I mean, they lost the game by two. Yeah. You know. Can I just uh, let me just go off on this? Okay. Yeah. This is. Uh, I'm screw it. We're gonna have some. We're gonna. We're gonna let our. 
what the uh, let the boys Rob change, yeah, this change is go a, in the bathroom change your clothes get yeah, just get, get you get, get your pajamas get, on yeah get come on we're not you're sitting in here in your business attire yeah get your pajamas we're in our pajamas we're drinking Bud Light and all right and yeah. podcasting at two o'clock in the morning you don't wear a Cyclone Fanatic polo to do yeah. that all right I'm gonna let I'm gonna let let the boys hang here okay okay going commando I, on the I'm CF getting podcast. really sick and tired of going on Twitter and. And seeing people, media, um, fans of opposing teams, even some Iowa State fans saying, oh, you can't talk about the refs. That's a moral victory. Uh, you know, no, BS, because they absolutely impacted that game tonight. Oh, absolutely. And anybody who tells you that they didn't is either, they're one, they're a liar, yeah. or two, they didn't watch the damn game. Right. Because... Okay, the targeting stuff. Let's just walk through the questionable stuff. Okay. All right. Willie Harvey. (laughs) Willie Harvey's deal. I'm okay with it. I actually understand why he had to be ejected. Right. Because of the way the rule is. And as a friend of ours noted after the game, he got his money's worth. Right. 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 Like, I don't think Willie was headhunting there. No. But he got, that's the rule. He's gone. Correct. The NU Wazirike one was genuinely one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Like that was it, horrible. The only reason that was called is because Minshew's helmet, helmet came popped off. off. That's literally the only reason that gets called. But whatever, we move on. Right. The single worst call of the night was the botched false start on, on Washington State yeah. on the touchdown. Mm-hmm. So instead, you give him a touchdown instead of being like third and long from the 15, third and goal from the 15. Right. Hold, uh, game changer. Yeah, absolute game. Iowa State's defense is fantastic in third and long. It's one of the best in the country. Then we go to the um, Eaton. Yeah, yeah, Eaton. Yep, that one. Yeah, uh, not a football move. Uh, is that was that not a football move? Uh, I don't know. What? Whatever. Uh, this is where it comes down to me. The crew in this game, and it's a it's a microcosm of a larger problem i think in this sport now that we've we're adding replay and all this stuff to everything that we do now and we've got booth officials and we have challenges and and it's 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 confusing for fans it is confusing for the media who's trying to cover it to convey it to the fans it is not consistent from play to play Mm -hmm. let alone game to game right so these guys don't know what they can and cannot do. The fact that Matt Campbell had to blow a timeout to get the Eaton play reviewed is egregious. Yeah. When you look at some of the other stupid reviews that we saw throughout that game. Yeah. So I understand the false starts and it sucked in that. they. If you have seven false starts, you probably don't deserve to win a game with three turnovers, but don't sit here and bloviate, bloviate and tell me, that the refs didn't impact it because they did. And it, if anybody in their godly right mind would grade that officiating crew, they're getting an F tonight. It was yeah. a total. Even Brent Bloom gave yeah, him an F. It was a total. <laughs> pardon my French. I'm sorry. I know there's kids. It was a shit show throughout the entire Alamo Bowl. And Washington State got screwed a couple of times, too. Yep. But, like, right, Rob, this is where I need to pass it off to you because – I think that the I think the officials would be so much better off to be more transparent. And I don't think we need to let I don't think they need to bring them in and let us all pepper them with questions. 
But there's got to be some transparency. To, and Matt Campbell said after the game in his press conference, that's why he was so mad because nobody was communicating. Yeah, and that's 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 a huge issue. And I I, I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying here. Um, definitely an impact. And and as you said, Washington, there's a couple of calls that went against Washington State. That's like, well, what? Why, yeah. why did that happen? Correct. But the ones that happened to the Cyclones at those critical times, like you said, the false start that's missed. How do you miss? That. That's I mean, the that, most basic there, call in football. There are crews that have, uh, you know, been doing freshman games between Urbandale and Johnston. You know, they don't miss that. Those guys yeah. miss it. They have a guy looking specifically for those sorts of things, and they don't get that. Yeah. And I understand Co- Coach Campbell, of course, doing what he does. You know, very classy about it after the game. But I, 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 I tweeted it. I wholeheart. I mean, I, I heartily, uh, you know, uh, you know, praise him for going off on the officials like that. First of all, as you said, terrible call. It's as if the booth official had said, oh, that helmet came off and that might be to, it was all, they planted a seed in their own mind. Yeah. Cause the call wasn't made on the field. Yeah. yeah. I honestly expected there to be a call when I saw his helmet come off, like to just being honest. A lot of times when you see a guy's helmet come off, like especially a quarterback, you think like, okay, I, there's going to be some sort of flag here. I thought PV's hit on the guy out of bounds looked worse. Was closer. Than, yeah. And I don't even know if that was in no, any I, way illegal, but it's just it like, it, it just the way it looked it wasn't, made it like, seem illegal. Yeah, Watching yeah, it live, yeah. I thought it looked like more of a yeah. targeting potential play. Yeah, than, just because of the positioning and the way his body's positioned, the way his head's positioned. But They certainly targeted the uh, – did you see what the first down markers looked like? Oh, they were messed up. No. They were real messed up. It looked like uh, – uh, they look like a crescent moon really when they're supposed to look like a, you know, obviously like a stick. Interesting. Have you guys touched on yet? The false starts and what coach Campbell said about Colin. No. Newell? And that, that's what I was going to say. Actually. I think that maybe going into the game, we didn't take enough into account what that could mean. And I don't, and I, and I full disclosure, the, the replay of the game is on right in front of us right now at, at two o'clock in the morning on ESPN. It's uh two thirty now. Two yeah, two thirty in the morning on ESPN. And uh the you could see it on every play for both teams. I think it must be the way that the look at, s- look at these refs. Look how confused they all yeah, look right yeah. Now. yeah. Like they're so like they're on a different hemisphere in this game. Yeah. But I think it, it almost is like the way that the the um the sound travels there. So when Colin Newell is hearing the snap, like it just no one, it's just all messed up on every play for both teams. I think there were two. It looks like there's a false start. Yeah, and I I think it was that, and I think the way that Washington State's line shifted. Yeah, probably messed him up a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and Campbell, I mean, pointed out how good Colin Newell has been. I mean, he's been a godsend. I think I don't think that's saying too much. I'll be honest. I think that's the him, and maybe Josh Knipfel. Going into this offseason, those might be the only two guys that you look at and you're like, yeah, that dude's job is safe going into next year. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who else. I mean, the other three people, would you say that they are? Julian Good Jones and Bryce Meeker have played a lot of football for Iowa State, and I'm not sure I would say that their jobs are safe going into the offseason. And that's a good thing. I mean, and Campbell has said it. I mean, Downing it, will start. That's what I'm saying. Trevor Downing's going to start. Joey Ramos, I think, could will be in position to start as well. Yeah, Rob Hudson, but, I think, will be in position to start. Yeah, but those guys should welcome that because that's what Campbell has said from day one. There's going to be competition. And if you can't keep upping your game, someone's going to pass you. We saw it with David Montgomery as a freshman. We saw it with Brock Purdy once they went to him. I mean, 
if you if any program you feel your job is safe because you're just kind of doing okay when there's somebody busting their we're after dark yeah, yeah this is he already said shit so bust, busting ass. their ass yeah you to, to improve you want. i mean hey, that's not the case and, and this is not to disparage any of those guys but some guys have higher ceilings than others yeah and um it, that's you know, it, that's just a fact, and 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 it's a good thing, and every one of those players should welcome it as a good thing, and that that goes for guys who you would think maybe quote unquote have a safe job, uh, that they that, that that's that's a welcome thing for them. While we're on this conversation, I, I was thinking about this earlier during the game because when when Iwazarike went out, I I really thought Iowa State was in trouble, um, and masterful job by John Haycock of making adjustments tonight. The, the professor, yeah. I will say, the professor's defense beat oh, the yeah. Pirates' yes. offense yep. yeah. all night long. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, no question. I, I, I would praise Washington State though in the sense that took advantage. Well, they they did what they do. Right. They weren't. They didn't screw up. No. And that's what Leach. When when they got ahead early, I I was nervous mm-hmm. because that they're they're a lot better playing from that Ahead. position than yeah. they are from behind because they don't throw it downfield and they don't really yeah. have a running game. And they just – they were dinking and dunking and taking exactly mm-hmm. – and, the, and they have a really good quarterback that didn't do anything stupid. And unfortunately, Iowa State's quarterback had a couple of those moments tonight, and that was really the difference in the game. The the, the greater point – out you were talking about the offensive line. Right. This program changed when it got elite up front on defense. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that, that makes – it is and a corner oh, and it, a corner. I would say a spoon. You throw a PV in the mix there yeah, too, and that's they can a big be a loss. symbiotic sort of thing. Um, this program will take the next step because you're looking at an eight and four this year, seven and five last year. You're you're looking at your ten and twos when the offensive line makes that step, yeah. right? And I still don't know if next year is the year when that happens. Might be the year after. Yeah, I I don't know. I think they're better next year. Yeah. We've seen them progressively get better. Um, but that really, I mean, you're looking at two guys in Montgomery and Butler who are probably going to go pro and they should, I think should. they should too. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, I, I don't think Butler should, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, if this is after dark and we're being very raw, but man, the more, the, the put- closer we get to the, the having to declare more and more people are putting him in that first round conversation, which and I never think he- he'd be there given the, the, that's sometimes not being able to make the routine catch. If that's because, the case and he gets that feedback, then he should go. And did you I don't see know anything, if he's going to get that feedback. Did you see anything tonight that would make you think that he's not good enough to be in that conversation? He had a, he dropped, what, one? Yeah, and I it, think and it wasn't you a perfectly looked, thrown no, ball. You I looked at it and you're like, man, you should have caught that. And if I, I should catch it, yeah. I agree. Um, I think that you look at a lot of guys who are like him in college who have a similar profile when you look at them and go like the Michael Crabtrees of the world and the, that are just total freaks. And they look Treadwell is a great example. Well, Laquan Treadwell like disastrous, disastrously broke his leg too in college, but what I, the dude. Yeah, I know. I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. The, and it's these guys who struggle with consistency, but they get by based off of being total freaks. Mm-hmm. They tend to struggle at the next level when it comes to the details and stuff. I think Hakeem, in my opinion, because he's a wide receiver, if I were advising him and he's not going to be a first round pick, I think that he could advance himself by coming back and 
shoring that up because right. I, I think that not only would he be the best receiver in the country next year, hell, he could be a borderline Heisman contender. He he would know? be a he would go into the year yeah. as one of the two or three most likely candidates to win the uh, Politico. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he would. He arguably could be a preseason AP All American at the, the receiver position. Yeah, and the, I guess the point I was making is think of the talent we're talking about. And this offense was still, in my opinion, underachieving for mm-hmm. most of the year, yep. even with this miraculous quarterback yep. situation that happened. Um, and it's because the line hasn't taken that step. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of sitting back and going, when's that going to happen? And I'm not even being critical. That's the one spot where you can't just no, you can't just do it overnight. It's you can't bring in a Jaquan Bailey as a true freshman employment offensive tackle and yeah. have get that type of production. It doesn't happen. They're doing the development. They're, you're just kind of waiting for the fruits of that labor to to evolve. Well, and the good the the one good thing that they have is so a guy like take take Good Jones and Meeker for example. Both of those guys have played a ton of football at Iowa State, and I think that any level of success that they have is probably based primarily on the fact that they just have played a lot. You know, that those are just guys who have been through the wars in the trenches. And the base that they started at probably was not very high. Mm-hmm. But the guy, some of the guys that they're getting now, the base at which they are starting yeah. is higher. The coaching level, I think, that they are getting from the jump is considerably higher. Good point, yeah. You're not – no offense to our guy, Brandon Blaney. Yeah. But you're not faced with getting coached by Brandon Blaney as a in, during your redshirt season, you know. Like you're coming in right away and you're getting good coaching, and you're coached by people that know what they're doing with the offensive line. Where a guy like Trevor Downing, who could have gone any number of places, Joey Ramos could have mm-hmm. gone any number of places, and all these other guys that they've went and got that have had are starting at just a higher position. It doesn't take as much for them to get to that point where a good Jones or a Meeker is. Do you get what I'm kind of trying oh, to say? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that yeah. I think those are great points. And also, I can we all agree that that we believe that Campbell thought they were a year away. Oh, oh, yeah. Even we though he talked about that. the talked about the the progress they made, and they did make progress, just not enough, and mostly in the sense of um, consistency. Because even even last night now. Um, we saw them get some real push in the running game for a while, and then there'd be they that the one bad false. What? Yeah. Well, there's so many those but, I false mean, starts. I I guarantee if you go back and chart the plays, those false because the the line is so average that if it gets behind the chains and Iowa State becomes any sort of predictable at all, yeah, yeah. they're just not that good right. offensively, and. When they were getting that push you're talking about yeah. is when they had some tempo going. Exactly. You know, yep. and they, yeah. those false starts were killer. I was going to say, it, it felt like every single one of them came at a crucial uh, point. Like, well, what, I, the one I said to you, it was in the first, it might even be this drive that is on the TV right now where uh, they were in the, the Wildcat and David had a good run. Yeah. And then they got back to the line and like they were, they had Washington State on skates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Bryce Meeker gets a uh, gets a false start. Next play, the defensive back comes off the edge, completely untouched, and drills Brock Purdy from the yeah. blind side. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Well, crap! 
You punt the football. Yeah. Uh, did they punt? Was that was that the field goal one or was that? That the might have been when the they kicked the field goal. That okay. might have been when they okay. kicked the field goal. I can't remember for they sure. They got knocked back big time on the the punt from yeah. the thirty eight too. Yeah. But either but, way, it was it it was one where that I think that might be what it was. That you might be right. Yeah. Uh, so they get to the position where then you have to punt inside of Washington State territory, yep. and it's like goes crap. to the twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that they just felt like every single time it was just like a shot, shot in the foot. That's the next step. And as you said, as you wrote about uh, Jared, I mean the, the detail, and that's getting to be consistent. With oh that yeah, it's detail. about to happen right now. Hakeem I just mean, got. Wrecked. You want to talk about an offensive line that hasn't figured out? Is Washington <laughs> State's? I mean, it was tremendous scheming to have. Minshew looking a little bit Will Greer-like at times with his head on a swivel and really kind of flushing him a little bit, sacking him twice when he'd been sacked 11 times all year. Would you take Minshew or Greer as a college quarterback? As a college quarterback? Minshew, no doubt. I think I would too. He, he just, I, I don't, he's it's not the better. mustache, it's not the flying boy, you know. But the, he's a little more mobile. Stuff. Yeah, and I think he's just got, that grittier. play he made with the false start, aiding it. How many sacks did Iowa State leave on the field? A bunch. Uh, yeah, a few. Uh, but they, the fact that they were in position against that offensive line. There it was. That is, it, again, well-drilled. They don't make many mistakes. They uh, they do what they do. You pass with that great amount of frequency. You don't, you're giving up less than one sack a game coming into this one. That's an outstanding group. And, um, you know, they no no reason they set a program record with 11 wins. You were talking about being in that 10 and 2 category. Yeah. And that and an offensive line like that being the difference. Iowa State set a single season record for sacks tonight. And all of those guys come back. Let's let's take that yeah, in the for D, a second. The D line. Now the two, the two I mean, best season. Not Willie, who talk. had a part in it, too. But you yeah. You want to talk emojis. Two best single season <laughs> uh, tackle for loss. Marks in program history, last year and this year, mm-hmm. dude. The these these we got some dudes. How about some Greg dudes. Eisworth tonight? Greg Eisworth, Greg Eisworth was, was quietly really good. He didn't have a lot of tackles, but man, he in coverage he made a great play. He, uh, he chased the guy down on what, what was a really nicely disguised run that might have been a, like a twenty yard gain for them. I think they gained a yard. I got a point too on the D line is Leo is going to be a lot better next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. just another step forward for him. Yeah, I'm. He, that's that guy. He needed another year. He, he just hasn't played much football. He's yeah. a guy that is. Uh, I think we expected to play a lot right away, just because of the pedigree yeah. of him. He'll come in like next year and just be a stud. Yeah, and then six years from now he will he'll he's David go Irving. and he'll go and yeah he'll be like David Irving. Irving. Yeah. Without like all of the other, yeah, other you know, problems, he's like no stop yeah. signs, yeah, no stop right, signs. no no stop signs, no. Uh, no we all watch David Irving like grow PlayStation's up and thrown like, out oh, the window. He's a nice player, gets kicked off, and now he's like a star for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, no, we could like, see it. We could we could all see it coming though. I mean, there's a reason why they gave him so many quote unquote second chances because he was that good, but he never really got it. I mean, Jeff Woody still says that that. He was one of the most freakish people he's ever seen in, yeah. in practice. All right, let's let's just kind of shift and look at what the offseason entails and next year. All we talked about was officiating. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> like I'm with, I'm more pissed about some of the reaction I've seen to it than I am. Even. Oh, can I read you? A, I want to get your instant reaction to a message that we got on Facebook tonight. Oh Jesus, I, you're gonna love it. Well. Actually, you probably won't love it, but uh, 
Can I? I don't know if I want to say the guy's name. Just give his first name. All right. This this comes from Jake, follower Jake on the Facebook. Oh Lord! In in response to your tweet that you had, what uh, was the tweet? Regardless of how this game ends, Iowa State now has the Bushlight guy and Stone Cold Steve Austin out shilling for them. I'd say the trip was a success. Clearly a joking yeah. tone. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember at, at, when at the I time, tweeted that Iowa State was about ready to take the lead. That was right before Montgomery. At the time that Fumbled, I think. he sent this to us, well, he screenshotted it at 1047 p.m. and then sent it to us right around midnight. So I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that he probably had a few more bush lights. So he clearly it, was like pissed about the loss. And he said, almost more pissed off about this tweet than I am about the game. Who cares about bush light, dude, and stone cold? Let's focus on winning on the field. Could give two Fs about anything other than winning. Can't believe that you would tweet about some bs moral victory during the game i replied it was a joke jake have a good night that, that's not even a moral victory he replied moral with victories an eye roll do emoji. pertain to what happens on the field it's just not a win you know what i mean like if you say oh you know we played better up front and or or you know we we we, we usually lose this team by 28 and we man took it down to the wire and lost by a field goal that's a moral that, victory it's not saying something unrelated to the game his damn you, Chris, that, for caring about Stone Cold and the Bushlight guy. That that tweet has 791 likes and 72 retweets. Yeah. Um. Hold on, I'm gonna pull up the analytics. It's been seen 40,064 <laughs> times, and it's been engaged with on Twitter over 1,500 times. Um. And I'm going through the mentions right now. Not one negative comment to that. Uh, other than so, Jake, if you're listening, first of all, we appreciate it. We appreciate you fo- the follow. Second yeah. of all, I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna get, lay this. I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. Like that's a lot of people. Like over, this been seen over forty thousand times, and you're the only person who took it there and was negative about it and yeah. didn't get it. So yeah. my point is, dude, I, I'm not always right. I tweet stupid things all the time, and I I'm wrong a lot. I think this one might be on you, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I think it's that, like the people that got pissed at me for for crapping on Bushlight. Yeah, they, <laughs> they just like, and maybe you know, I always find this because you guys are around me all the time, and you you guys both know me incredibly well. Like that, I'm just a very sarcastic and I means. I think we're maybe not as much Rob. He's not as much in this. Rob's like the true professional. Yeah. Between the three of us. Yeah. And like, I, just, I, am, both, I have my moments. Yeah. Have Oftentimes moments. on Twitter, though, it does not come across. Usually that's we, after a few whiskeys, though. That's true. I always feel like people should know that I'm being sarcastic, but they don't get it. And, yeah. And like, it's maybe it's on me for not. But like, no, Jake, you're I think you missed the boat there, bud. Now that we're off the now we're out of the press box. Can we have uh, this is another thing I want to talk about. Can we talk about one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in the history of covering athletic events sure what was happening right next to you in the press box yeah that was <laughs> that was weird did you pick up rob didn't that? notice was, it either he was mentioning it to me they had, what did he had he had the, like this two-tier typing system yeah this guy this guy and i don't want to say his publication or no, no no but his wife was with him we'll just say he's not an iowa state reporter yeah and he was he kept telling his wife what to tweet like, and he'd, like, spell it out for her. It was a really bizarre thing that was going on there. <laughs> it was odd, but whatever. She, he was literally dictating his tweets in and the he, press box. You're right. He had what was he doing? I don't know. Uh, anyways. And, and, well, and it, 
it was it was pissing me off because after the game they were still there in those same spots, and his wife must have had a cold or oh, something. That cold medicine smelled. Yeah. What did did you when she when she busted out the medicine? She had the meds out. Oh, it reeked. It was horrible. All right. Anyways, that was just ridiculous. So we had I had to bring it up because I tweeted about it earlier, and people wanted to know the backstory. Did we talk about the hawk fan that got uh, onto the thing? It was, it was, that was there's a always a hawk scenario. fan somewhere. So uh, Alex str- Holstead had somebody messing thing. with him yeah. in the press box. So somebody somebody what below him at the Alamo Dome. A Kooks like fan. A, a, a Kooks fan was getting angry like banging on the plexiglass that separated, <laughs> thinking that he's getting at some Iowa State. No one's wearing Iowa State gear there. Dude. Alex is wearing a nice plaid shirt. But those Washington State fans were rowdy. Yeah. They were, like they were a rowdy bunch. I mean, imagine what people think of us. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. That, Iowa State fans. People probably those Washington State fans probably hate Iowa State fans right now. Well, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, I sat there, the guy with the trout hat, which, oh, yeah. which I do believe he, that was a rainbow trout uh, <laughs> on, on his hat. Uh, that was right in front of us. That you and I think I think we were both waiting for something to happen to where we could just take a picture of him disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah all night. And that is that guy. Like I sat there, I just kept looking at him. I was like, man, I don't like that guy. <laughs> but in like reality, if I could sit and have a couple bush lights with him, I bet we'd be best friends. I wanted to see that guy in pain. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Honestly, H- him and the guy in the Cougars jersey right in front of us, like uh, that was probably like seventy-five years old. I, I he, wanted- he was dancing when uh, when Iowa State's uh, pump up video came on before the game, and I remember I showed you that video. He oh, was yeah. like, he was getting into it. I, I don't think he realized that it was the Iowa State stuff. He was just kind of going. I won't lie. I wanted Iowa State to win for a lot of reasons, but mostly so those people would be miserable. (laughs) What about the two guys just in front of us to the left that anytime Iowa State fans were upset would like do this? And then one guy would go like this. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy wearing the rainbow. Oh, okay. I'll bet bet they would have been fun. Off-season story. The other side. This is getting off the yeah off the it's off the two show. o'clock in the morning yeah but like you almost know, the people three listening they're driving back to Iowa they want quality content I guarantee they love it dude oh, I know I'm just messing we do need to address so we've got the guys who might go to the NFL mm-hmm. we also need to discuss the Campbell situation because um, I think there's probably a little bit of a false sense of security with that contract extension yeah, yeah. which full disclosure. Uh, I'll take one, Jared. All right, thanks. I do think Matt's coming back. Mm-hmm. I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind. I think that he's Iowa State's head coach next year. Mm-hmm. But we also need to prepare fans because thanks, boss. There's going to be chitter chatter. Yes, and I already saw some stuff tonight on the internet. So my point is, people just don't don't fall into the whole like, oh, there he got an extension. Well, that. <laughs> That was yeah. a good raise for his staff, and that was a recruiting deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't lock him in or anything like that. Yep. Um, I'd be. But again, I, I think he's Iowa State's head coach next year. I'd be very surprised if it's not the case. Yeah. I'd be interested to know, in which we probably won't know this until. Did you put in a FOIA request for the contract, revised contract? Uh, not for not for the re- revised one. No, I thought we had a true journalist sitting. Yeah. I, I've, I, you know how many of those I've procured room? over the last few years. That's, that's all, Rob. Man, yeah, I don't even so know how pipe, to do it. So pipe down, whippersnapper. Cheers. I love me some foil. Cheers, action. buddy. <laughs> uh, but I'd like to know what the. Uh, <laughs> that's a t-shirt. <laughs> 
love they would sell it the new, at the museum. Yep. <laughs> so I actually thought of a new. Put on down to the Pointer Institute. I thought and of start a new peddling them. Clone T-shirt. Two things that I want to sell. One are clear bags for the ladies. Mm, clear sure. bags to get into the events because there's yeah. a shortage of them. I've been told it's hard to find the clear bags for the ladies. So we're gonna find stylish. Like different types of clear bags with like clone slogans and stuff on them for okay. next year. So, yeah. ladies, look forward to that after dark. After dark, we need um, Murph. Yeah, so Ed. Um, that's what I'm oh, saying. Oh no, it was Ed. Yeah, after dark. Two, I want to sell a clone shirt that says the on the front, "Just don't get arrested," <laughs> and on the back, "Go state." <laughs> I think it's a great shirt. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. Don't you think it's got potential? I think it's a good shirt. It's got potential. I wonder. Imagine, many- imagine though the the embarrassment if the, the person who dons it one game day <laughs> in their mugshot getting arrested. <laughs> and it's right Why there. did you look at me the way that you did? Do you not like it? No, I like it. <laughs> I think it's, it. it you think they burn the shirt if they got arrested? That only one person in this trio has yeah. actually been arrested I, before. I, I, it has nothing to do with you. I swear. Uh, no, I know. But like, I was walking around this morning with my wife, and we were watching all the all the drunks at like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. For an eight o'clock game that ended at midnight, and I I was like, my God, there's going to be a lot of arrests. Yes, today. we saw a guy at at Whataburger this morning wearing a shirt that, and I wish that we had thought of this. It said, shut up, liver, it's game day. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to that guy, because I hope that I wanted to take a picture of him in, in Whataburger. Was it a clone shirt? Oh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was a, a, uh, he looked at me like he knew who I was, but I just didn't. That's amazing. But he didn't show any love like so many others. Uh, let's shout out to everyone who, I mean, nice guys shouted out to me on the street as I was on my way over. I know you guys that's, get that all the awesome, time. Man. That's, it, and I get it sometimes. And it's just, it's, it. We love our It readers. gives you a, a really, just a warm feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, so I, I wanted to make clear that uh, how much we appreciate that. We're getting people of all ages recognizing us, Jared. Friend of the program, uh, Ryan Hansen, is waiting for the day when he's with us when someone tells us that we suck. But they, that happened to me in Memphis last year. Oh, yeah, I remember. I was, that guy, I was like, wanted to that. fight me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it but, was weird. Okay, but back to what we were talking about with uh, Matt Campbell's Campbell, contract yeah. and, and FOIA. Uh, I, FOIA. I'm i interested to know. FOIA that shit, Rob. Yeah, yeah, get that. <laughs> Monday, add that. To, I don't care if it's New Year's Eve. Like, add that to your to-do list. They probably list. don't have it processed. No, yet. it's yeah. it's not. I, I'm I, sure it's not. But uh, They'll probably... I'm in- I'll probably just get it, takes it out a while. to us when it's... Yep. I'm interested yeah. to know Steve is what great. the... Yeah, he's the, fantastic. What the ramifications for the buyout are. You know? Well, I mean, Rob, you're better on contracts than me. Yeah. I the, There is NFL language mm-hmm. in the current one, right? Yeah, yeah. Albert Breer from Sports Illustrated still throwing his name around. And I, I don't like the way some of these people write. It's like they don't realize that he did sign an extension. Well, let me tell well, you those something. Those buyouts aren't that. I mean, sometimes they are, you know, kind of prohibitively expensive for them to take a chance on somebody who hasn't coached in the NFL. But when they're when when they've decided to make a change and if they found someone who they think is such a rising star, they'll make an investment in the level of buyout isn't as much of a deterrent, I think, as some people think, unless you've really, you know, it, worked in a, a huge a, one. It's a 
D, I believe it's like a de-escalating buyout. So like every yes, year, yes, and it's shorter. been do, yeah, and, and that wasn't shored up. No, um, and I I think like there's one out. I swear to God, it was to be like an NFL GM. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. Like too, he has said that he, for he like loves. I that I idea. think Matt would be a phenomenal. Oh. GM. For I almost sure. think he would be a better GM in the NFL than he would be a coach. Well, as an evaluator of talent, look at what we've seen. Yeah. You know, and he loves he- that. Like his favorite part of it is like piecing together a roster. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, man, he's only 37. So, I mean, that, that'd be really. He loves the coaching too, though. How often does he talk about the, you know, the, you know, I would be shocked if he's not here next year. Yeah, I, I, would, I would be shocked. I agree. And it's not just because of, you know, it, it's not that it's cosmetic, but if you know what I'm saying about the extension and adding the, the money for the, more money for the assistance for the second straight season, but there has a fee, there really is a feel of unfinished business yes. in terms of where he wants to take this program, which doesn't mean if you've got the most fantastic NFL offer out of nowhere, Mike, you know, you'd be nuts not to strongly consider that well i'm trying to get him to hire me to be his offensive coordinator so you guys good luck with that you guys please might, do not because i don't even want to know what my life would be dark. like if you left but you you guys might be covering my iowa state offense and the sugar bowl next year <laughs> just know that i we're that, going to the air raid no hunt no punches will be will be held chris williams will be calling the statue of liberty every uh you'd six have a, plays you'd have a great source. fumble risky the first the first game in, in the game season opener against northern iowa assuming that it's actually played this time uh when when they only throw damn it do they play you and i next year i think so i, I, I think so too game. when yeah. they All put the up freaking purple hawks come to town <laughs> when they only put up uh god i hate that game when the cyclones only put up least favorite game iowa state ever plays in when the cycle you as you, as the oc you only put up 375 yards as the offensive coordinator you better believe my the the headline on cyclone fanatic fire chris williams today <laughs> do you want another hot there'll take? be 11 false starts uh, in that game i'm gonna give you guys another hot take here after the whole um, hoopla and all the bitching and boning about the big four classic and all the stuff in the last few weeks. I wish, and Jamie won't do it because Jamie's like genuinely a guy who wants to keep money in state, which is why they ridiculously paid Drake to come and play <laughs> us in football and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I, after all that crap coming out of Drake in Northern Iowa, I want Pollard to cancel the UNI football series. Screw you guys. You want to bitch about this basketball thing? Then we're not going to write you half a million dollar checks yeah. to fund your athletic department and come play at Jack Trice Stadium. Screw it. Yeah. Don't play don't, him anymore. I don't think that he's going to say that to his friend, David Harris. I know. And David Harris is awesome. And yeah, I love David, David Harris. David Harris is a good guy. Agreed. But I'm tired of the... Well, think I of, was very sympathetic to the small schools. Are we sitting here with Ross Peterson? <laughs> no, I'm serious. After I was super dark. I was very sympathetic to the small schools on all that. And I was... I was for years, I've been saying, no... They should go against the grain and they should still go to Cedar Falls and still go to the Knapp Center and do it because it's unique and it's good for the state and all this. And stuff. because you want to see the flames on the I'm, I'm, no, here's the, <laughs> and the little blimp. Here's the BS part of it. <laughs> Iowa and Iowa State would totally pay those schools to come and play. Oh, yeah. And they won't do it. It's a verifiable so, fact. Yes. Fact. So I have zero sympathy for them now. Like, I, I'm off of it. And if you want to keep bitching to the New York Times and stuff like that, then no. 
Don't write him a $500,000 or a $650,000 check to come play football. Give that to somebody else. You have a better chance of beating all the time. Well, yeah. And look, what, at, that, look at that targeting call on any you was. Oh, what, God, what man. Seeing it closer here now, what he just, just ends up falling on the guy. His helmet touches him because he falls on him. What an absolute abomination. Wow. But Minshew I mean, doesn't even get up and say anything. No. Because he... Minshew just knows. That, oh my! He didn't helmet get his bell off. rung. Yeah. He didn't get his bell rung, and they had it right at first. His helmet came off. He has to come off for a play, and then it's like, wait a minute. Booth says, "Helmet came off. Something terrible must have." Been. Dear Lord, their helmets touched. Oh my God, that's targeting. I mean, what a what a it, that's that's it's an abomination. That's, it, yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's atrocious. The whole thing's a GD abomination. Bunch of all right. What are our other offseason storylines? Uh, you're better on. Okay, so I'm. I'll toss okay, it to you should now. we talk about Butler and Montgomery, or is that even right, a storyline? Your O-line point is, I think, the biggest one, because that's the, the missing step along with the, the, the detail, and that's program-wide, and it's Brian never going to be perfect. replacing him is a bigger oh, storyline yeah. than anybody will talk about. But is it? Yeah. Datron Young comes back next year. No, I think you've got him and Anthony, Anthony Johnson. But PV's, like, top five in the country. Yes, and they yeah. need to be the level of leader that Brian PB became um, what it dude, you know, shout out to him too, for what he did at Iowa state. He touched on it tonight and during the two win, three win seasons and helping to build a culture. And uh, the p- piece I did on him late in What's the season the problem with Bud light, Bud, so I just had a, a, our good friend, Mitch sent those up to us. Thanks to Mitch. Love Mitch from me. He gave me some doers. I got makers. Mark it's gone. Oh, um, of course it is. The Doers was pretty good. It was 12-year-old blended. It was good. Um, the Doers it is amazing blended, how terrible Bud Light is compared to Bush Light. Oh, yeah. And it's it like is. it's because of like one ingredient. It's corn. Or it's uh, rice. Rice instead right, of corn. Yeah, rice instead of corn. And any, that's why we love Bush Light Is this an actual so debate about this? You can beer? say whatever you want. Yeah, say it, whatever you want, man. I mean, it, it, you know, no f picking apart the, you know, like the way some people talk about uh, detecting uh, certain uh, fragrance notes out of a out of a fine bourbon or uh, this and that, oh, yeah. or a hint oh, of vanilla. Some, there's some floral hint of here. vanilla, floral. You guys are talking about rice and corn <laughs> and bush light and Bud Light, and I think it's perfectly suitable for after dark. <laughs> I just like uh, saying that. Okay, I loved hearing Ed say it. Back it's, to the cornerback thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's also some guys in the program that I think are pretty good. Some I other agree, younger guys. I agree. Don't fall into the trap, though, where we undervalue. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to undervalue him. Yeah. Um, what about... Willie Harvey's huge, who, too, but, I mean, how, they've really got that linebacker group going, right, I think. All right. So, we're going to assume that David's gone. Which I think is a yeah. fair. I'm assumption. going to assume that both of those guys are gone. Yeah. Who's the starting running back when they play Northern Iowa next year? Uh, it, it'll be because I know how Campbell rolls. They'll um, do a Can- Lang? Uh, Kane, Crony, or, Lang, or yeah. It, Didn't see. Oh, Lang I forgot tonight. Sheldon's got another. I think Brees Hall. Man, Sheldon, you need to write a feature about Sheldon sometime. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that his name, Brees Hall? Brees Hall is going to yeah. be an All-American at Iowa State. I think Brees Hall is the best running back in, in the room next year. He will be an All-American at Iowa State. And I think, think about how good Brock's going to be. I mean, it, it, Brock, the only thing that concerns me about him, it's not a long-term deal. It's just the the system he's coming from. I yeah, think it yeah, may take yeah. him. You've been talking to Jay Jordan, haven't you? <laughs> 
Actually, I haven't. Oh yeah, that's this. a big Jay Jordan thing. Really? No, I I've not yeah. heard. I've not talked to him about it. But uh, like it yeah, yeah, that's so good. That makes me feel good. Jay's Jay's full eggplant emoji over Brees Hall though. Is he? Oh yeah. It's hard not to be over that young man. Yeah. But yeah. good guys coming back. <laughs> this got way weirder. Than I, I mean, Kane is such a good kick returner. You want to make sure he's available uh, in that capacity all the time. They need to figure out a way to get that and guy get him, more involved. He doesn't in more carries though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it will take. I think he catches the ball pretty well too. He hasn't been so showing it really because he hasn't been in a position to. Well, but I, well, the fact that he is more of a straightforward runner make them be less stubborn with their offensive play calling. No, no, because they've had him all year anyway. Now think of the Oklahoma State game though, mm-hmm. Fair. when David didn't play. I mean, yeah. I, I that like, play they ran with him tonight was nice. Yeah. I almost liked um, the way that Campbell or whoever the hell is calling plays. I still don't <laughs> even know. I really don't even know. I really think I it is a committee to some I degree. I don't think Matt's Campbell calling plays. Yeah. I think Matt is telling people that so he takes the heat. Yeah. I think Joel Gordon's been the play caller all year. I think you're probably right, but I wouldn't be surprised based on what they've said. That guys introducing plays here and Goalish there, and deciding is, yeah, whether it's going to. is heavily Gasser. involved. Gasser's heavily involved. Myers. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. Hear me out here with my Nuangu theory. Mm-hmm. He's a different back than David. Yeah. Yeah. And that run that David they, got caught at the three, Kane's. In the end zone, no one's five yards from him. So my, yeah, I agree. My point is, I think that they have to call it differently, a more straightforward deal, and I think that helps this offensive line in a weird way. Okay, I don't think it's better. I mean, it didn't. It didn't work with Mike Warren, but that was also two years ago. Remember that year when he had the that that year was the weirdest year because he had great rushing numbers. And and quarterbacks getting sacked three four times a game. Shout out to and Wend- usually it's Wendell the other Tyson. way around. Wendell Tyson. Shout yeah. out to him. Usually of, guys, what Wendell's up to guys nowadays. can pass block, but they can't run block. There's so, two guys I've been a, and just obsessed with, like during their recruitments, and I really enjoyed them, and they were total flops. K KJ Blueford the. Oh, yeah. or what was <laughs> the sharp shooting he guard? The that guy. Guy, that's the guy that would come in for three minutes in a game and get eight <laughs> shots up. <laughs> He's the guy. Hoiberg, Hoiberg's quote was the best when he signed. As as Fred used to do a deal with me where he'd give me five minutes and we'd talk about each guy or whatever. And he Fred's deal was I uh yeah I was watching his I went to scout him and you know he uh. He a Kansas he, community he, college like guy. He, ch- he chucked up, uh, you know, thirty shots in <laughs> twenty minutes. But and he probably he, and like, he probably had eighteen he, points. No, Fred goes, Fred goes. He only made five of them, but the fact that he get that many shots <laughs> off, that was all I needed to see. That was like when he signed. That was before he was even a flop, which is great. Oh, I loved it because it's such a Hoiberg deal. He was a junior college guy, though, right? Yeah, wasn't he, he from like a one in Kansas? I, I seem to remember. Nebraska. Oh, okay. did he go to like West? Uh, did he go to Nebraska Western? I think it is somewhere in Nebraska. I almost they've got some, so they've him, got a really good team. And then Wendell Tyasa. Somebody what about JP Filbert? Jeez, <laughs> someday <laughs> after dark. Someday that story is going to have to come to. fruition. I'm pretty sure it's already come to fruition, hasn't it? I've never told it because okay. I don't ever want to throw the young man under the bus. When uh, JP broke a chair in my apartment when I was at <laughs> Iowa State. <laughs> I had a former player. I'm not going to say his name because he was a troubled athlete. 
but I lived with a couple of football players in college and in this this guy got into some trouble so and I don't even know what he's doing now but he he stole our silverware <laughs> I've heard this story before like yeah. it was like a small get together and he got really really drunk and he was doing god knows what before he got there did he wrap it up in a tablecloth and sling it over his shoulder and walk out to the pawn shop <laughs> i don't remember how it ended but i remember he took him, the candles and swept them aside I, I remember him stealing my silverware and i was like yo what what are you doing and he goes i'm taking your silverware what are you gonna do about it and i was like that's a valid point. Like I, it's not even silver, right? It's it was probably it was some, some garbage. Like you know, I don't know. Like Walmart when you go to the or restaurant, something. You try and cut something. And oh, and it would bend. It's already bent because yeah. everybody else is trying to do the same yeah. damn thing. Yeah. Anyways, um, I got three fifty. Oh yeah, you mentioned Wendell Tyase. He was another guy who I was super. Wendell high actually on. had a very had a. I mean, he, that year he was a big piece of why their that offensive line wasn't terrible. Yeah, was Tyus said Campbell year he was, one? No, 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 no. That was that was Rhodes. Oh, uh, Rhodes is last year here. with Mike Warren. Tyus say here. Okay, I'm gonna name them off for you. Here, here's the crew: Campos at left tackle. Huh? Was he? Or no, 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 no. It was Campbell at right or Campos at right tackle. Good player. Tyus say at right guard. Big Wendell. Uh, okay. Scoggins at center. Scoggins wasn't yeah. bad. He wasn't a bad. Player. Yeah, he was okay. I loved his energy. Yeah. I mean that guy could move. Yeah, by it's the like JD Wagner on the offense. That's right. By the, the end kick. of the year, it was Fett at left guard. Fett was fantastic. And at uh, left tackle, it was JP Filbert because he he could only play left tackle. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he he said he was going to be the best left tackle in the Big Twelve. Damn I'm it. pretty sure that that's correct. That's a good pull by you, man. Okay, offensive line, um, Jared. What signing though? Like, how many more scholarships do they have? Where can they add? Uh, I I know that they want to get another receiver, specifically at the position like that Hakeem Butler plays. Ad transfer. I think that that will be in play. It'll be interesting to see. Um, the junior college ranks didn't do didn't uh, didn't produce much for the receiver position mu- this year. So yeah, I think grad transfer will be in play. What are we looking at receiver? Like uh, those kids sitting out. So Johnson. We'll play some Josh Johnson. Yeah, Josh Johnson will play. He's at that same position. Uh, Who? Man. Martin. Oh, yeah. Jalen. Man, my only problem with Jalen Martin, we've been hearing this dude's name for how long? Yeah, he's behind some And we ain't ever seen it. Yeah. I know, but even Josh Johnson passed him. Yeah, I don't know. Um, The Shaw kid is 6'6". Yeah, Sean Shaw. I... I wouldn't I don't be surprised there, at all if we see Darian Porter a little bit next year. I don't think there's any that way. That dude's got big-time speed. I don't think there's any way around it. If Butler leaves, which I anticipate he will, I mean, that's a huge blow. That's a bigger blow than Montgomery, in my opinion. I think so. I mean, I said to you earlier, I don't even Were we at the game where we were just sitting here? I don't remember. But that guy, what that guy does, man, like yeah, he's, he's unreal, dude. He's, I, I still. He, that catch that he had. If was he, was one of the greatest catches I've ever yeah. seen live if, in my life. And he's had two or three of those this season. Yeah. If he gets the feedback to go, he needs to go. Yeah. Make his money. And I'll never fault him. He exactly. will always be a great cyclone. Yes. Absolutely. Look at this. Let's, let's do, watch the beauty of this great catch uh, I, by Connor Saul. I truly think that he would yes. benefit from right coming. down the ass, Allie. I really <laughs> think he'd benefit from coming back. 
The fart pipe. <laughs> yeah, right down you know, the fart guys, pipe. Trying to have a serious football. Oh, sorry. No, he would. Yes, he would. He Grow would benefit up. from coming yeah. back. <laughs> hey, this is supposed to be after, after dark. dark. Uh, no, yes, he would. I, I agree. He'd benefit from coming back. I think that he, if he's going to be. I, first of all, I don't think he'll be a first round pick. Y'all can say that all you want. Well, yeah, and, and there's sort of a couple of people. You but can these talk are to the mock draft. Reputable that. people that have I, been. I think he's more like a third or fourth round. That's pick. what I think too. And I think that if he comes back, he's a first round pick. Yeah, but I mean, you could say that about almost any player. Yeah, like if just, David comes back, he might be able to ascend a little bit more. But he's a running more. back, and and he's also as a running back that wear and tear position. The way he runs and the way he's had to break tackles he needs to constantly. Go make his money. Yes, he needs to do it now. I think that with a receiver, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get dinged by an NFL team for being a year older as a receiver. Yeah, or for having this many more catches versus carries, but which is part of that cumulative thing, load. Hakeem has his degree. Yep. You know, there's that aspect to it. Hakeem has had a really tough yep. life, yep. the death of his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're so, like, again, I, I, I want him to do what's best for him. And I think it's difficult for fans sometimes because fans love Iowa state, yep. not necessarily these guys. Yeah. Now I think some fans can separate the two and yes. know that they have other lives and some cannot, yep. I, you know, I saw a couple people tweeting, well, the, you know, this is going to leave a sour taste in their mouth and Montgomery and Butler are going to come back. No, that's ridiculous. This not going to happen. No. Yeah. That I mean, and, and it shouldn't, no. they need to do just like you, anybody listening, you do what's best for you and your family every day. If yeah. Here, let's put it this way. If you're an engineer, computer engineer, and after your junior year of college, you go and get an internship with Microsoft. And when that internship ends, they offer you a job where you're going to make $115,000 a year. How many 23-year-olds are going to say, no, I'm going to go back to I Iowa go back State for my, for my senior, senior year. year. Yeah. I got to get that degree. And they're like, no, you don't got to get the degree. Like, you're good. You like, can just, work out it on the side, too, if right, you want to. Right, right. We'll, we'll pay for that last yeah, year. Yeah. Even, you know? Part of our continuing education. You exactly. Know, that, yeah. How many people are going to do that? Nobody. Probably none. Nobody. Probably none. Exactly. Chris, you look like you're ready to ready to be done. Um. Whatever. I know that I, I know that realistically, just, none of us are going to go to bed anytime soon. I have soon. some editing to do, and I've, I'm going to schedule all of our social media for tomorrow. Like I said, I know realistically, none of us are going no. to bed. So I still have to pack. I mean, look I got, at look I got at my stuff. You can here. see my stuff right here. Yeah, we got a lot. Oh, geez. better than it was, Jared. You are a absolute disaster. Oh, look at you he's got, he's you got cheese, Cheetos. Yeah. I'm pissed I didn't put that cheese in the what I guess it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Quote the, unquote cheese. Since our fridge uh since our yeah, fridge, fridge got unplugged today. A- I mean you're, it's an absolute uh, disaster. I don't have to clean this place up. This is true. Um are you guys gonna keep potting? Because I'm probably gonna go work. No, I mean I'm I'm good. If, Where if we we're done, I'll probably just keep drinking beer and watching the rest of this game. We're at 53 minutes. Oh, okay. That's a good size pod. Yeah. Um, so the Cyclone Fanatic schedule, let's look forward just so people know. And we haven't really talked about this either. Content meeting, real quick. Yeah, well, because <laughs> Big 12 games start. Yeah, Tuesday. For the men and the women. Wait. What day is it again? Dude, it's so confusing. Okay, so it's Wednesday, actually. Yeah, Iowa State Wednesday. Play. So, 
Yeah, that's come. Man, it sucks that football's over. <laughs> it really does. I know, dude. I really enjoy it was a heck of a this, ride. this team and this whole deal. Campbell's I, we such, saw Willie Harvey on the sidewalk tonight, and I was like, man, I want to stop and talk to Willie. Campbell's such a – it's such a pleasure to cover his program. Mm-hmm. I, the guys are great. No like offense, it, Coach Prom. No, I love Prom too, but, like, it's – Man. It's different. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, there's this different – you you know why though, and it's because I've I've been around Iowa State basketball a long time where they're good, mm-hmm. and you yeah. kind of expect it. There's this whole sense of like newness that's going on with the football deal, and it's it's intoxicating. Like when you're around the energy, yeah. it's, it's eggplant emoji. <laughs> well, like, the, you know like the, I mean? take Just, t- take tonight. What a disappointing loss, right? The seven false starts. The okay, a couple really damaging bad calls but you know the two intercept you minus two in turnovers you make all these massive amount of mistakes and yet you're still right there against a team that went 11 and 2 and because you probably you really end, might end the season as a top 10 ranked team and you should have won you play you you Iowa State's you moved up Washington and down the field State. on them yeah i think there's more i think if they played there. 10 times iowa state went seven yeah i'd say six seven yeah I, i'd be in that makes now Minshew's great uh that O line is great. Their defense is pretty stout, but to get 515 yards on them in just 26 Iowa points, State did that without two of its best players. Exactly, and, like, and I mean, and that's again, I'm gonna be great credit to Hickok and his staff. If we were gonna do a wins above replacement for uh, for Washington State, if they don't have Gardner Minshew, seven seven wins, yeah, yeah. seven and five, and. I mean, I don't know. Have, okay, their I will, defense here, is better than people gave it. I will yes. say this though. Obviously, things are weird because of they, the young man killed himself, and like that—that yeah. that was really Polinsky, sad. Is, is a very sad story. Very. Uh, so it's, but I don't, I don't know that this team is as good. And I mean, I don't know what he was like as quarterback, was but I don't know what this yeah. kit, what what it would have been like without that guy. And, I think but Gardner Minshew, he changed the program. He changed Washington State football. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to go to my Leech deal, though. Like, how many? Yeah. How you many, need to go to Leechaholics Anonymous. So, but my point, though. Like, <laughs> we need to have an intervention. Let's, <laughs> yeah. All right. This is how we're going to close the podcast. I, yeah. We got four no, minutes before leech. it becomes an hour. Listen, Listen, Chris, we need to have a discussion. Watch the tech teams that we used to always say that, too. Oh, Kingsbury's gone. My, oh, Graham Harrell's gone. My and, good, and yeah. they always plug somebody else yeah, in yeah, his yeah. system. But I agree with you. Minshew's fantastic. Here, but shout, I they're going to find somebody else and plug it in and have similar success. Yeah. Shout out to my friend, <clears throat> my good friend Ryan Grove. Uh, shout out to Ryan Grove. If you want to buy, yeah, buy a house in the Ames area, Hunziker, uh, there in Ames, Ryan Grove. He'll uh, buy or sell your buy. Or, well, he won't buy or sell. Your, he'll help you buy or yeah, sell yeah, a house. We get what you mean. Uh, <laughs> He texted me tonight. He said, so we're sitting next to some Texas Tech fans that are here supporting Washington State. They are Leech fans. We've been talking to them about it, and they're telling us that most Tech fans are big Washington State followers. And he knew of a few hundred people, at least, that made the trip here with Washington State gear just to support Leech. They all love him and hate the way the university screwed him, so they decided to just stick with him. I get it. That's why I hate the Bulls now. The cult of Leech. I'm in. I'm in. 
He is no, a, like he, he is the, is an extremely this, he's a he's a man. The thing that people talk about most interesting man in the world. The thing that people don't understand, like with what we saw tonight, it was a quiet genius type of game that he called. They and the thing is, it's like it, it wasn't flashy. Mm-hmm. He they that team is trained so to take exactly what is there. And when it's not, don't screw it up. That's what the air raid is made for. Yeah. And it, it's. Well, Coach Campbell it, said it, the detail. Yeah. They I did mean, it. They. So it was a good, like, Iowa State's D was great. Like, uh, mm-hmm. nobody who watched that game. Iowa State has a great D. <laughs> Darn right they do. Can I, can I say something real quick? Why are you getting awfully squirrely over there? What? I need to ask. Are we going to keep going or do I need to get up and get another beer? No, you're fine. I, I want to end this. One. All right, but, I was saying we're done. But Are my, we done? My point is that the way that thing is set up, they did what they were trying to do. Yeah. They weren't trying to have 700 yards on Iowa State tonight. No. At the end of the day, we're all going to – this is – where I'm gonna, uh, this, and I, I, here. I disagree with you that Minshew changed the program because Mike he Leach did. changed the program. Well, Mike Leach changed the program. Minshew took it to another level. They don't and, go eleven and, and two without gonna, him. He's going to graduate, and they're going to be in the nine and three, ten and two range next year. Okay, that's fine. And I don't even know who their quarterback will mm-hmm. be, but they find. But it's in the well, same sense. Too good coach of a coach Campbell not to have there, good guys. There's coach a, Campbell changed Iowa State. There's a reason. David why Montgomery took Iowa State to another. There's level. a reason why none of the Leach quarterbacks ever make it in the NFL because their system, like they're just plug and play guys. Do you guys remember Colt Brennan? I do. He didn't play for Mike Leach, but I just, I don't know why I thought about that. Where did he play? Hawaii. Oh yeah, same type deal though. June, yeah. Jones, it's very similar. Yep. June Jones is a disciple. Where's June Jones at nowadays? He's at SMU. He's NFL. I thought he was. No, he got fired. I thought he was an NFL assistant again. Okay. No, well, maybe a CFL, like a co-head coach. I've had that CFL on the brain a lot. recently. I know you have. You keep bringing up every time you see a guy, you're like, man, that looks like a guy who's gonna have a lot of success in the CFL. David Sills, that's who you're talking about. You're not like, that he couldn't make it in the NFL. You're like, if he doesn't make it in the NFL, he's gonna lead the CFL and receiving for the next ten years. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, you like really know a lot about the CFL. Apparently. Yeah. All right, we need to it's go. Canada. It's, eh? it's, it's almost three thirty. My goal was to be in bed by four thirty. So. And then we're. I have it's three hours of sleep for you. Six thirty is the alarm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not waking up at six thirty. I'm waking up. I'm almost packed up completely. Rolling out of here within five minutes. <laughs> okay. I know that I'm gonna. I know Just that I'm don't gonna miss the flight, fellas. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna wake up and. It'll take me 10 minutes. Don't miss sure. the flight because we're not paying for you to get a commercial. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it'll, it'll just like me. Steel Jams, once I've packed everything up, it'll be like I, I, I I've never say, been here. I was going to say, I'll, it'll take me 10 minutes to make it like I've never been here. Yeah, there we go. All right. The man Steel. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love you guys. We hope Appreciate you all it. travel Indeed. safely Indeed. back to Iowa, and uh, hopefully you don't get too depressed by You're fine. by the, the snow, I was going to say, once you get back up to the snow, because I know it snowed tonight in central Iowa. Uh, happy new year. Probably won't talk to you until after that. Thanks for listening. Peace out.